Welcome to episode 9 of Please Rewind. This is the podcast where we review classic films chosen by you. And it's hosted by Steve Dunk and me, Jeremy Dove. So without further ado, here's Steve. What's up, buddy? We're back. Oh, damn. We're back. Look yeah. At nice little vacation break there. I mean, not nice, but we both sort of had, we both did have a great time. <laughs> but uh, that's not important. Um yeah, it was uh it was a much it just just things got real busy there for both of us. So I mean Ooh. even if even if I don't even if we weren't separated by two countries, I don't think we would have been able to pull off a show anyways. So um just the way it goes, but we'll 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 be taking breaks occasionally. So don't you know, get too excited about that type of stuff. Um sorry everybody. Yeah, but we're oh. back. Um it's um we're ready. Ready. We, we got so this episode I guess is I you know it's, called it uh battle of the bottom feeders so we've uh what i did was look at the ones that finished last the first six episodes best of the worst the best of the worst the the first six polls i took the bottom the bottoms and we did the poll and so we got what we got but uh bottoms it is the bottoms bottoms only yeah um so here we are but yeah it's uh i've just been so disconnected from a lot of this shit i was actually I met, I just snuck in actually today. I watched the first two episodes of the Monarch Legacy of Monsters, and uh, I kind of dig it. Uh, okay, it's there's no monsters in it, of course, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is funny, but um, and the script is you know, like, uh, not, like the dialogue isn't isn't super uh, inspiring for sure, but I don't know, they're going they're going with the human angle, right? Like, they're trying to. You know, with these movies, it's always one or the other, right? They don't seem to find that perfect balance of human characters and and give us as much monster action as we want. But right, um, right. Um, this one is definitely leaning towards the Gareth Edwards, like less monsters, more people. Um, but they're going they Do they have this like dual timeline thing? And they're like, you know, trying to like piece all the things, the timelines together. And there's some characters that overlap and. It's kind of work. It's only two episodes in for me, but it's kind of working for me so far. Actually, I'm kind of I felt like I'm kind of into it. So, I mean, we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, how long do you want to go without seeing, you know, the big G man, but uh, or any of them know. or any of them really. But we'll see. Uh, I think it, this will have a, you know, the, the law of diminishing returns will kick in at some point. But I, the first two, I'm kind of I don't know, I'm kind of digging it so we'll see okay maybe yeah, i'll yeah. check it out i i had I, I wasn't planning on even checking it out but if you're recommending it yeah i kind of think i am like i said i don't know how long this will last if if they can keep this up but um yeah i i, I don't mind it i don't mind it um okay. so i don't know i think it's i think it, i think it might might do okay what isn't doing okay is marvels which had a historic drop second weekend to drop 79 percent, which is far and away the the biggest drop in mcu history um because they went woke and then they went broke no 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 that's going, not no they're not going not woke they're going broke it's not um, that show this isn't that show uh no. um you know what i uh, yeah i i didn't like the first uh captain marvel and it's not because i i don't think they like a, yeah i know you're like characters. you're half joking about the going woke part but yeah, i mean i was totally joking like you can't say mcu was woke there's fucking 100 no. movies and one movie has women in it yeah, so yeah. i mean it's not like they and like look what they did to yeah, black yeah. widow like the what yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly historically uh, terrible yeah yeah i mean listen this is not mar the marvels is just a product of people are tired of the mcu you can trend it you can graph it 
Like yeah. it's you're basically working your way up from this movie because the second biggest drop is Ant-Man quantum, whatever. So it's like, it's been ever since Endgame, they've cursed themselves by releasing one of the biggest films of all time, arguably, yeah. and they fucked themselves. And it's just been, you can trend that. And that's a straight line down since then Yeah, for every release, whether it's critically or commercially. So it's, it's like, it's just going to get worse and it's not the Marvel's fault. I haven't seen it. I have folk. I know people that have seen it who I trust. They say it was. They, they're not saying it's great, but they're saying it's a lot of fun. And they yeah. they say they say the marketing was terrible for it. They should have marketed it as a family film. Um, and Iman Vellani is is awesome, and everything else is whatever. Like so, you know, it it's not the greatest Marvel film, but the fact that it's getting slammed so hard is a product of a bad schedule. Like a you know, this weekend a couple of bigger movies just came out. That's the way it goes. Um, and it, it, but it's just, it's just been a downward slide for the MCU. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, it really didn't, it, it's just the way it goes, but, um, that's just, that's a big drop. 80% yeah. a fucking big drop. Yeah. So, like that's huge. Yeah. But I, I think this title was doomed. I, I, I think I we talked to... about this a few shows ago, right? How Aquaman and this one are going to get totally fucked. Oh, yeah. Aquaman too is going to be a, another bloodbath. I actually think the bloodbaths have gotten so deep now. Maybe Aquaman two will be a pleasant surprise because the bloodbath won't be quite as deep as some have been. But it, but it's not going to be do well. I don't. <laughs> I, well, no, because it looks like the same movie they brought back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the. I like the first one though. I don't. No, know. I did. No, I no, no, no. It's not that. But I'm just saying, you know, if you're trying to, oh, it's gonna suck. create gonna... some energy. Oh, why would you oh, like? Oh. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's Patrick um, Wilson's back in it, and now he's like now they're buddies. Um, and uh, uh, the bad, what's the bad guy's name in it? Um, the, the oh, a Black uh, Adam, Black Manta, Manta. Thank you. Yeah. So it's like okay, uh, all right, it's, yeah. And 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 then you know what's his name came out recently and said like this is definitely the end and I was like yeah. mm-hmm. so I mean it's it's I mean I don't know if it'll be as bad if it'll you know Lobo is gonna play Lobo yeah 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 so I mean it's uh it's it's not gonna do well but um the you know the one thing about Marvels which was kind of fun of course is the end credit scene um I'm just gonna say it I don't give spoiler a alert spoiler alert uh X-Men so they're yes. leaning into the they're leading into yes. this multi-universe thing so yes. um the one girl wakes up in a universe where the X-Men are still very much alive and well and, and that includes it's the X-Men from days of future past that's right yeah so because they even so we have Beast we have Kelsey Grammer's Beast in it and he's Kelsey wearing the blue Grammer. and the black the blue and yellow pants which is awesome um they're clearly in the mansion because they have the X door in the lab and everything and he references charles xavier who was died so many times in different films but uh um and he showed up at the end of the last doctor strange film anyway so yeah this is i guess one of the benefits of having a multiverse is that you can just do shit like this so um i gotta say i was talking to a friend about it i'm not happy about it um i was really really looking forward to a recast for x-men really and i think this is just the multiverse now is just the excuse they need to not do that and I'm so afraid we're going to get another fucking huge Ackman Wolverine beyond the Deadpool one. Um, oh, I think it's already guaranteed that he's yeah. in secret, he's in Secret Wars, and so is uh, the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah, like it's just like it, this is the excuse now. They don't have to do that, and to me, it's lazy yeah. and it's uninspiring. Yeah. And I really like we've talked about this. I said the only thing really left to look forward to is a new X-Men, a recasted, fresh, awesome X-Men. And it looks like they're just going to just say, fuck it. 
I I think I think Kevin Foggy loves his X Men cast. He worked on all those films, and and I think he did not love the recast, uh, the the next generation of X Men. Um, and uh, well, they don't have to use those guys. I'm not saying they they had to use Fassbender no, and I Nicholas Holt in them. I know. I, no, I mean like recast. I mean like, I get it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like I I don't know if I'm. Uh, you know, I don't know what the, what the popular opinion out there is, but I I don't know either. Yeah. I disagree with you on this point because I feel like we I just had the X Men recast, and I still prefer the original X Men cast, and I've enjoyed having them back, and I would rather have them grandfather in the X Men universe and say that whole universe is part of because because that's that like like I think this is Kevin Feige's uh, long term goal in Secret Wars to unify the multiverse into one. MCU, yeah. Um, which yeah. is not it's not the end game MCU anymore. It's 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 all these universes brought into one um with just just the elements that he picks and chooses. Um, and part of it is going to be that the Days of Future Pen Days of Future Past X-Men cast, um, where they left off that movie particularly. Um, everybody was back alive and yeah. happy, right? Um, so he has his whole cast there to pick and choose from. And I think that's what he wants. I think like, he always wanted to be in charge back then and he wasn't right. But he probably was in love with that cast, I'm sure. Um, and loves those movies. So uh, I think I, I, I like this plan. I, I don't think I don't think uh, the MCU is going to build back up to that end game. No, level no. without without some serious shit like, yeah, like and time 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 in between yeah maybe but i don't think i don't see it happening i will say i do want to say i want to i want to give one glimmer of hope i fucking loved season two of loki hmm. and where they and where they left that character yeah uh and um i and i and i and i have hope for thor because I, recently there's been a lot of new noise especially after the 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 end of the production of loki and i swear to god they sat down what's his name the thor actor and they showed him loki and they said look we know you said you're done with thor unless we really change the tone and the feel look what we just did with the loki character what if we could do something this artistic and cool with thor this is what we would you know this is the kind of thing that we think the thor character should really you know be doing and and that's how i feel about it and i would be so excited if they if they go in that direction with that character so like I think, like Star Wars, where now I have no hope at all except for Andor, and I don't give a shit about um, Ahsoka. It's fine to me if my kid likes it, right? It's like it's like inoffensive. I don't care either way, right? I mean, it's fine. Now with the, with Marvel, I feel like there's like a little glimmer of hope here and there that I will enjoy, but I could ignore like 95% of it, and I'm cool. Well, that's yeah. I mean, listen, uh, when when anything produces this much content this is what we talked about. Like you can't, right. it's unreasonable to right. either expect to like every single thing they do. Right. Or just as unreasonable to have wished they had stopped making anything <laughs> up, until, up until the point when you stopped liking it. Right. So, I mean, they're both unreasonable, obviously. So it, this is what we talked about with star Wars, where they're good. Clearly they're going to have their fantasy side of star Wars and they're going to have their practical side of star Wars. Right. So you're going to have Andor's and you're going to have Ahsoka's right. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to, so you pick your flavor. Yep. And 
you're the same thing, you know, MCU, I guess too. Right. So you're going to, you're going to have for, for every Loki, you're going to have something else. So, um, yeah, Fantastic I don't know. I didn't see, I didn't watch Loki's. I didn't watch Loki. So I, you know, I can't, can't okay. comment on I, it. For I, sure, I but, highly uh, recommend. Yeah. 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 No, no. I, it's just, just haven't gotten around to it. I like care. It's great character work. And, um, and that's, that's pretty much all it is. And cool art, cool visuals, like great art and great character. I like the first season and I still think yeah. the drawer of, of, um, um, stones infinity, stones, infinity Stones was the greatest thing Kevin Feige ever did. How right. he just completely shit on his entire right. franchise and right. told everyone who was invested for 10 years, like, you're not in control, we are, but get that, like, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we you don't dictate what we do. Like, I yeah. thought it was the ballsiest, funniest shit they ever did, but um, especially they just killed everybody and they do that, and they're yeah. like, yeah, I thought it was great, so. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they can do what they want, but um, a lot of that in season two as well. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I like. Well, I, I sort of enjoy the after credit scene. I like the other one too, the mid credit scene, the uh, teasing the young Avengers. I thought that was fun too. Oh, I like that a lot. I, yeah. I, I did not realize how much I enjoyed. Uh, what's her name? Haley Steinbeck. What's her name? Uh, Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. Isn't it Steinfeld? Like with a T? I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway, I... Yeah, Steinfeld. So Steinfeld those, with a T. Yeah. Those two characters got together. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And now I want to see the Black Widow character with those two characters uh, interacting. Because I think she's fun as well. Um, you know, Black Widow's sister. I forget her. Yeah, they're gonna do Riri, Riri like they're gonna do Riri, like Ironheart or whatever, and they're gonna do. And I like what's her name, uh, Ms. Marvel, as the sort of Nick Fury, right? The the recruiter, you know, because yeah, she's yeah. she's funny. Um, yeah, no. So I mean, like, two good things to come from it for sure. I like, like I said, ultimately, I do want more X Men. I'm like, even though I'm sort of not super stoked about maybe the direction I think they're going. We'll get uh, new ones. I want new X. That's what I'm saying. I want. I want. Like there's characters that aren't. I don't want to fucking. I'm sorry, but like it was fun, but I don't want to see Kelsey Grammer anymore ever again in anything. Like he's just. It's a joke to me when he plays. Uh, beast. He'll, he'll, he could die in Secret Wars. Like, because he he's just so Kelsey Grammer. You know what I mean? Like, it's just Kelsey Grammer wearing makeup. It's not Beast. Yeah. So it's hard for me to like. He's just so Kelsey Grammer. He's sideshow Bob. He's apparently in the yeah. scene. It's apparently in the scene. It's one hundred percent CGI. It's not him in makeup. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. And the, and they it looks more like the animated character from the nineties. Uh, they do that at the beginning of uh, Monarch. They do a quick, um, John Goodman bit. And uh, it's yeah. all CGI with his face and stuff. Yeah. Um, man, that technology is getting good fast. Mm. Uh, anyways, all right, let's just do this thing here. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was a couple of things. But yeah, so some some stuff out there to get at least get get to the theater. And actually, I was just looked up for an update. This will just this is going to be a total Homer um, nostalgia thing. But the um, that. I don't know if you followed it and all, but like the big, big, much music documentary is going to be coming out on Crave soon. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I'm very stoked about it. Actually, they've been they've been premiering it across Canada, different theaters, and it's going to be digital here shortly. And I'm very excited for it. Um, cool. I was talking with some folks the other day and who are our age, and it's uh, you forget how like kind of big a deal it was um, just to have it that close to us as well. I think which helped. Yeah, because um, you could just go there anytime. Yep. Right, you could just stand there outside and watch it, and watch, sneak in once in a while. And I we, was on. We all had, yeah, twice. yeah, right. Like, and they actually had fucking good content, right? Like some of their shows were great. Uh, you, like, 
uh, not just the power hour and stuff, but like the alternative stuff they used to play. They used to get good bands in the studio. Oh yeah. Right. Like it was legit. It was good. Um, anyways, looking forward to that. All right. For sure. Me too. Uh, let's go alphabetical and chronological. All right. So battle of the bottom feeders here up first. Uh, Dangerous Minds release date August 11th, 1995 directed by John N. Smith who, do you remember in the 90s, it was a big Canadian miniseries called The Boys of St. Vincent? Oh, wow, deep cut. You remember that? Vaguely, vaguely. I remember sitting, that was a big deal. I remember sitting down with my parents and watching it. So it was about uh, these churches on the East Coast that just fucked, the priests fucked all the boys for years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so they they got caught eventually. So it was a big two-parter. I remember it was a big thing. Everyone watched it. Like, it got really big ratings. Anyways, John N. Smith directed that. And so he went from that wow. to D- Dangerous Minds. Okay. Um, written by Ronald Bass, who didn't really do anything special. Starring, of course, Michelle Pfeiffer and a whole bunch of actors you'll probably recognize from other things, but not, but vaguely. Um, mm-hmm. Box office made $180 million on only a $23 million budget. $23 million budget. Uh-huh. And you're like, that's great. That's, lo- they, you know, they did, made money. Uh-huh. But but like I'm watching this, I'm like, where did they spend $23 million? Mm. Right? <laughs> like they paid it they paid it to michelle pfeiffer. it's all pfeiffer yeah how like that's it because there's they didn't they could have made that movie for 500 grand um mm-hmm. so anyways um so this is based on a true story this joanne um person for her autobiography it's based on her uh yeah she did she was an ex-marine who did end up teaching a classroom of inner city type kids um so that much is, but that's where the things end. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you right now what ruined this movie for me. So anyways, I teased, I hadn't seen one of these movies. This is the one I hadn't seen before. I don't know why. Oh. I just, I never saw this movie. Okay. Um, and learning about how much they changed and what was changed and why it was changed really kind of makes me hate this movie. Okay. Um, so it's, it's really two, it's, it can be two films, I think. And this will depend on, sort of how it says probably more about you than than the movie but it's either like a white savior ex-marine teaches a classroom of stereotypes oh, fully white savior fully. yeah it teaches a classroom of stereotypes about bob dylan for some reason which is something they changed or a well-meaning ex-marine who stumbles into a class system of education teaching kids about hope and 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 sort of you know what i mean like how she sort of like uncovers this 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 a uh, bad education system right? right where they really don't care it's performative they're just doing this for budget reasons because right. they get they get some money for it right. but they don't give a shit about these kids right so it's like she's either like this person that stumbles into this big thing and in fights against the system or again she's this white savior person who really doesn't fucking save any of them like the, the, the she literally doesn't the one person dies so um so anyway, so, so it's those two things. And apparently the real person had a real problem with this movie, especially the white savior aspect of it. And like changing the, like she, she didn't do fucking Bob Dylan. She did hip hop uh-huh. with her kids, right? Like there was, she didn't do any of that shit. So she apparently hated this movie. So, um, you, know, you know what she does now? I looked, I looked, I what? watched a bunch of videos on her today. Um, she has a reality show uh, where they take a bunch of inner city kids who look just like the kids from Dangerous Minds, and she teaches them in a class, and they get 
they get cor- real course credits, real like credits for it. It's a, like a real school situation. It's, I forget. It's on some weird station. I don't even remember the name of it. What okay. For like a, like a like a real like like niche cable uh, station. Yeah. Has this reality show. Uh, it's called funny. like Dream Dream Class or something like that. Okay. Um, where yeah, she's like doing this still like in public, like she's living off the fame of this, which yeah. is awesome. She's yeah. Living, um, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a total negative thing for her. Anyway. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, so, so it's like you hear all this shit, and you're like, ah, oh, this movie, it, and it's so I'm watching it, and I'm thinking like, you know, it's kind of I end up thinking it's kind of too bad because. If this hadn't been based on a true story, I think the performances are actually good. Yeah. And I think this would have been just a nice, harmless, toothless, but but important movie, which is, you know, but the fact that it was bastardized so much and turned into this white savior thing kind of ruins it for me. I think if it hadn't been based on a true story, I think I would have been left with a better opinion of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, yeah, actually, because I kind of like, I mean, this, the script is terrible, but I like the performances. I think the kids are actually all pretty good in it. It's funny. I have the opposite reaction. I forgive it because it's based on her autobiography and certain events in it. Like, it seems like they changed a lot. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. But a bunch of it, not like a lot, like a lot of the dialogue came from her book, like the line where she gives, where she says, you all have A's now. And the kid in the back goes, she's 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 not telling the truth man she's lying and the other kid goes Shut like, up, I, man. I, I never had an i never had yeah. any before yeah, that yeah, yeah. that that was really in her book that was that was part of the, the sure so, no no I, I no i'm not saying it's all different but i no, just I mean, know like, but, but i think the important stuff is, is changed. no i understand like, i understand yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're exactly right like this is very much a white savior story and if it wasn't uh, based on her autobiography, I would have been like, I, I, I'm offended that somebody wrote this thing. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, but, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean when I say we have the opposite. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I get it. But, but I, but I think I, I, but that's why I'm saying where it is effective is in the performances. Like, I think these kids are all great, like pretty good mm. in it, really. Like, even though, again, they're all horribly stereotyped. I have insight into this too, if you want to hear it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So. The way this script was written was in rehearsals. They brought these kids in mm-hmm. and they said, "Okay, here's what here's what this how the scene's going to go." And they had a stand-in for Michelle Pfeiffer and they they'd say, "Okay, you know, she'll say stuff like this." Now, and they told the actors, "If you want to have a big part in this film, participate more in rehearsals, speak out more yep. and ad-lib with us." And they said the actor I saw I I watched an interview with an actor today and she said we would do we would ad lib for hours and hours one day we'd come back the next day and we'd get notes and in the script would be the lines that came out of yesterday's ad libs yeah and that's how the whole movie got written before and then Michelle Pfeiffer showed up and they had the script written from those sessions and yeah. all the other all the other actors had been rehearsing it for months and writing it together and she just showed up and said here we're done let them, now you learn it and did it with them right so I so it's a, it's a totally cool collaborative process, and you're right. It comes across in those performances. They come across as really just real, and surprisingly so because you're expecting this preachy down downward view of these kids, and it, and for it to be dumb even. But no, they come across as as real kids, and and, and kids who are from this kind of from from this kind of world that is like. Not a world that uh you, that you'd think Michelle Pfeiffer's character could know anything about or relate to at all. Um, and uh, I don't know. 
it's cool that it's a true story, even though um, the writing of it and the and so I'm not, I don't want to jump and jump over take over your review. But, no, no, um, go for it. It felt like it was um, like I I have a lot of problems with the direction. I have problems with the like the score is too fucking loud through the whole thing, and it's corny as fuck because whenever there's a stressful moment, there's like this gangsta G funk rap music playing, and whenever Michelle Pfeiffer's character is doing well, fucking yacht rock fucking yeah yeah like yeah clarinets and guitars and rock drums like corny 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 shit and always too loud and the dialogue like half volume of the score in like most of the fucking movie for some reason um and uh yeah weird production stuff i didn't like yeah it just it didn't feel like it's there were so many elements that just kept taking me out like i don't believe these this group of kids would be together or friends um like right, you, but it you, was that i don't think they you, really explained as enough. they don't even explain why these kids are there like right. like, like they're, they're, it's a gifted program clearly it's kids. a program to get yeah. the government is giving them incentives to to try and offer a space for for kids from the hood right or any city right. whatever clearly but like there's like probably all those kids got the best score test scores in their local schools and got picked to go into the special program because they were told they had talent and none of them knew each other. None of them wanted, but their parents were like, whole fucking opportunity. Let's do this. Sure. Ship, but they don't explain any of that. You're right. No, they, they don't, don't explain. Show, no, they, they don't, don't explain, set it up. Right. And they don't explain any of it. And no one seems to care that they're they're like no one seems to yeah. care ultimately about their success or failure when they get there because they make like, up yeah. the shit they make up rules about the girl having to leave when she's pregnant even though it's not a real rule yeah they uh they don't care about how many teachers they're burning through yep um there's no they, like, they offer her the job she doesn't have her certificate they she don't just... they they don't so like they're like you're right they're probably handpicked but then this school just doesn't give a shit it's like it being, it's almost right. like they're it's being forced on the school yes right by some um, politician, yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's it's a look good thing. It's a yeah. Pol- yeah. It's an election promise or something. And but yeah, and, the, and, like, and then the, this then this newly divorced Karen shows up right with too yeah. much energy to give a shit about other people's lives because she doesn't want to think about her own at all. And that's the lens I see the character through. Like I see this as a pathetic, lonely, sad person who like she visits every one of her fucking students at home. Like where the fuck is your personal life, honey? No, like, she well the, no because her only friend was best friends with the husband who used to beat the shit out of her. Oh, right so it's like there's no no she has no life like right. that's that's so the, no that's the point sad, yeah, yeah, yeah. pathetic person right yeah and so so these kids they say like you're our light you're our hope and and it, it's the like it's the first fucking good feeling she's had <laughs> like uh I, I no i know I, but but then but then the timeline is weird it feels like all of a sudden they're like well the year's over and i'm not coming back you're like what you just but you no, just you're right and then like the script the, fell apart in that section completely the, it ends terrible and then she just yes. she then in a second she decides to stay and she's walking down the hall with her buddy again like it's right. no like it's nothing and he totally rats her out about the karate by the way um yeah <laughs> that's the only he's the only one who saw it yeah. um so like that relationship i thought was weird um again the kid the classroom was just too much of a mix for me i don't feel like there was hippies in the class like what, oh yeah what the fuck I, like the, like the casting department went a little weird like that like the emilio character didn't even seem to fit he seemed like a throwback to like like they almost wanted to say well this is what would happen if there were vinnie barbarino in this in this class they're today. not they're, like <laughs> they're trying to make it seem like these kids are like endangered or troubled and like this is it for them yeah. but at the same time like the one girl is incredibly smart and responsible yeah like her decision 
she doesn't argue being kicked out of school or asked to leave when she's pregnant and right. it, and to take that other go to that other school well she'll learn like proper life skills because she's pregnant like i'm not like i don't mean responsible yeah. Yeah, as yeah. she's still a kid but like you know like she's kind of making good decisions <laughs> at that point right. like and all, like all and then but but then it's, they don't fit like the the they're tr- the one guy who like basically threatens her if, if she doesn't follow through and take them to the fucking amusement park uh-huh. i'm like what are you gonna do like are yeah. you gonna are you gonna kill her if she doesn't take you like he he threatens her yeah it seems yeah. that way yeah. yeah it's weird to me so the class is a too eclectic it's a, such a weird mix to me i just it, i didn't buy it that's the part i didn't buy those people would not be in the same room together. And they're certainly not going to like bow down to a fucking Emilio, like the greaser, like the Vinny Barbarino fucking yeah, guy. Like there's yeah. no, come on. He's in charge of nothing. They act like they're a gang and he's the gang leader where yeah. they're clearly all from different parts of the state. Yeah. And right. He was, And he was the biggest and strongest in the room. But for some reason that made him like the king of the room in a, in a room full of guys who would all just gang up on that guy. Yes. And stomp, and stomp I, I'm out. sorry, yeah. but like I, I buy him beating up because they're they, she even says you're bigger and stronger than those two. Yeah. You can't, but like the, the black guys in the room would beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah. And like it, it didn't, I don't know. I didn't buy any of the, this, the interaction amongst the kids themselves. You know, that uh, actor though, tragically, uh, he died. died. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He died at, I think he was 32. It was nineteen ninety or something yeah yeah no that's true that was that was shitty but um um so i didn't buy any of that stuff um yeah yeah, and again like the bob dylan shit was stupid yeah Um, no that 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 to me just reeked of of white uh savior complex like like these kids man if they just understood like like how cool we really were you know we if we just if they just learned dylan man that they then they'd finally get us that we were cool too and yeah uh man like god shot and like and how old are these kids they they have to come back for another year they look like they're 30 yeah. <laughs> right like i don't the ages were weird to me too but and i mean ultimately she, he dies she doesn't really save him the only person maybe she saves is the the uh the younger kid by uh, conning him with the leather jacket saying you can pay me back after you graduate so now he has to promise that he's going to gra- stick around and graduate um arguably like, she makes them all care about learning <sighs> teaches them all something sure but i mean the, the the passage of time is so weird you don't even get a sense of that because every time she does yeah. try and do anything with actual education they derail her every time. Yeah. That's right. Where there's the problem with the script again. Yeah. Yeah. Like she gets creative and all that stuff. That's fine. But the problem is like throughout the course of a year, like if they were to actually be tested, they would all fail. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't <laughs> like, seem to do any of the actual work and zero then- curriculum. She taught them like cool, like fun things about life and how to be hopeful and empathetic and treat a, treat other human beings. Sure. Great. Right. Yeah. But if they were to actually sit down and write like a state state test, they would all fail. Yep. So like, it's not like a good proclamation for like good education saves lives or, or stay in school kids. Like it's really not. Yeah. And I don't get a sense that any of them are going to end up any better than having met her. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think that I, I feel like they've taken the teeth out of this thing. And and um, I got to say, I think I had so I hadn't seen it before. And I really kind of feel like 
this movie has this like false sense of inflated sense of self because of the fucking Coolio song, yep. which, which was gigantic, yep. right? It won several awards, huge, 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 huge. Number Cultural one phenomenon, phenomenon. Yeah, totally. Right. Like such a, and she's in the video, of course, uh, what's his name? Anton uh, uh, Fuqua directed it. Like it's yeah. huge. And I, I feel like this movie feels like it bigger than it was because of the video and then, of course, Some great marketing. And then thanks to that, we get the greatest thing ever, which was Amish Paradise by Weird Al. But yes. um, so I feel like I, well, it's I, all worth it. So when I was like, geez, I hadn't I don't I said I'm like when I really was honest with myself and like, geez, I have not seen this movie, but it feels like I've seen it because of all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Because it was because it was so much of the time. Yeah. So very much so. But anyways, yeah, I'm I, it's yeah, I didn't dig it, man. I don't know. I just I there's better hood movies. There's better teachers in classroom movies. There's better soundtracks. There's better, you know, certainly better screenplays, you know, that's that look at this subject and really look at like what's it what's it like for these kids at home and on the street and stuff. And I just yep. feel like it's a it, it's just a palate cleanser more than anything. So I think that's why, like, if it hadn't been based on anything true, I'd be like, yeah, it's kind of harmless movie with some good, some good performances. And I think I would have felt better about it, but yeah, I'm definitely not going to rewind this one. All right. So please be kind and don't ask Steve to watch. <laughs> I will watch the Amish paradise video again. <laughs> <laughs> Hard work and sacrifice, living in an Amish paradise. What's the one line about? <laughs> Take a look at my wife, and she's pretty plain. Or something. <laughs> I need to look that up. Hold on. Okay, you go. Churning well, lots of butter, milking all the cows. <laughs> Soon I'll milk another. Oh yeah. So as I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very she's plain. very plain. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh weird al you fucker anyways so what do you think bud weird al and coolio oh i'm with you on day have you mind. seen it or you didn't anyways. see either of these movies right um, you, said? you know what that's not true i i actually have seen both these movies i thought okay. i had not watched the other one all the way through but after watching it again i realized oh fuck i have witnessed this horror all the way through and i don't mean horror in the fact that it was a horror <laughs> movie the experience Let, let's yeah. okay i just yeah. totally i just totally spoilered my that's fine we'll that get movie, to it yeah, yeah, yeah. dangerous minds let me say my reactions to this yeah yep. at first I didn't re remember that this was an autobiography of a real person, and I had to. I, I did. I never knew that. I never. I, knew that. I yeah. stopped the movie like half an hour in and looked it up. Okay. Uh, because I was thinking, whoever the fuck wrote this movie was such an arrogant fucking white savior, fucking Karen. Right. And I, I, I this, right. This was written by a Karen <laughs> and an evil one who I hate. Right. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's a fucking autobiography. Fuck. And uh, so I was like, OK, I can't hate it. So now let me watch it with new eyes. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It's 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 a fascinating fucking film. And for many reasons to me, it seems so fucking safe and mainstream and like a hallmark film in its style and its presentation. And it's it feels like the cast of Friends. it feels like these characters could be guest guest characters on the cast of Friends or Mad About You or any sitcom of the time. Like the most main. It feels like it was based on the Coolio video. 
for sure <laughs> right you know what i mean like for sure yeah, i don't know it just it feels like a video like a big long music video yeah for sure yes because the music of the score is always too fucking loud in this thing like i said earlier um and and when you're in the coolio like music or the actual coolio music or when you're in the yacht rock it gets way too fucking loud and and weird um yeah what do i want to say about it otherwise that you haven't said um i don't know uh you touched on most of it i was really taken like i wanted to hate it but then i was like okay the performances are not over the top michelle pfeiffer michelle pfeiffer never gets really energetic and and not and unreal ever like i felt like she's kind of real most of the time like kind of some of the stuff she does is kind of contrived and corny and <clears throat> I don't know, silly even, but I think I would have liked to have seen now this just may be reflecting the true story. So I don't want them to change it that much, but like, I feel like it would have taken her longer to earn their, yeah, their whatever. Yeah. It was like the second or third class where she was the second class. Yeah. It was the next she, day. She, she yeah. seemed like she was an, un, she was an unemployed, uncertified, like very inexperienced teacher. And then she shows up and she's fucking super teacher. Like, yeah. 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 Like, where did that come from? Like, I, and, and I guess we find out later you know, it's that energy from that, you know, that 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 post-divorce life and trauma of that. And and I, there's a lot you could go into there if you wrote a script for this movie. Uh, you know, you could put a lot of character work into into this Michelle Pfeiffer character. Yeah. It wasn't there. It wasn't in this movie. Um, and, and just the way they just made giant leaps constantly, like you said, like they just, just big things that are just not explained, not built up, not set up. Um, they're just kind of tossed into the dialogue or thrown into weird soap opera like exposition like after the fight when she gets uh the i forget the character's name now juan i think um in the back of the police car and he's like you don't understand what it's like for me it's pressure <laughs> and if i if i let him and then he doesn't do it and if i don't kill him then then you just right and then she, 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 like, she sits there nodding uh-huh like yeah. like for like 30 45 seconds like like and it's like yeah this is soap opera dialogue now yeah. it's like degenerated that far because we didn't write a real script here um, and then we had to like put touch-ups. Uh, the writer's job was like, okay, can you fill in the fucking gaps here because there's like they're everywhere. And well, and they, then and then the th- then the terrible dialogue where she where she explains it to us out loud. Yeah. Oh, it's it's I made it worse because I yes challenged your manhood and it, like thank you. Yes, she explains her she explains yeah, her yeah. internal world to us. Yeah. Yes, word for word. Yes. Um, yeah. And then like there are like dark moments like i wonder about that moment where the kid uh didn't knock on the principal's door he should have like fucking threw a desk i wonder if that i wonder if that was in the autobiography actually now that i i I I don't know yeah yeah. like that i'm curious if that was real if that was real oh like that guy oh my god anyway um right that so, guy but, should be charged with like a right. like a, a, a sexor- accessory to murder <laughs> right right and i want to say i was i was surprised by moments like that in this film where i was genuinely moved like oh my god right yeah. like i yeah. like that jumped me and i love the scene where the kids are in the library alone studying yeah. poetry talking about poetry alone yeah. Just like, like for the for the for the B and B game or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, just know. just the like, Dylan and Dylan. Yeah, so real, so just like real and natural, unforced. So there, I I felt like there's moments of greatness in this in this film that I will have no reason to like 
really because it's it's weirdly yeah. preach it's weirdly preachy culturally you know like um not, i'll never yeah <laughs> I, i'll never watch it but they made a tv show about it and i think that's what this needs they need needs time to yes right like she needs to earn the classroom a bit better like you need, it you need to tell take, the personal yeah. stories yeah. yeah and it should take longer for her to earn their trust like the fame um, tv series from the 80s yeah like you really get those character yeah. work yeah yeah yeah, and then and then and then they can and which maybe they do this in the TV show. I don't know, but but then yeah, she can visit each of their homes individually and deal with their individual things and right. and yeah, it's you're right. So maybe they do that on the TV show. I have no idea. I'm not going to watch it, but yeah, no, me neither. But yeah. um, I I wanted to say, although this is not my cup of tea, I also didn't find it worthless or bad. So I want to say, if you're listening to this and you do like this movie, I see what you like. I do. I see. I see the good things in it. I see the quality in it. I see the hooks. Mm-hmm. Um. And um, and I think there's a lot to like in a in a lot of weirdness and a lot of like I don't like what uh, like marketing and Hollywoodness. <laughs> it, it, no, well, yeah, you know why? Because it looks like a movie that was rushed into production because something had come out and just blown everybody away. Like a like you know like a copycat thing right like a sure. yeah that's what it feels like to me they're like oh uh, this movie just came out and made a hundred million dollars at the box office let's get some more movies with white people helping you know kids. yeah 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 also I think this 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 autobiography was a bestseller and when it came out people were like oh this this is going to be a hit movie no matter sure. who the fucks who the fucks in it yeah so you know we better pay Michelle Pfeiffer for twenty million um, and like the like, like her buddy the fat guy just coughing the entire time. Yeah, like I'm like, is that gonna pay off? Like, yeah, no. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And he keep like, what the fuck Ad-living. is that? Ad living, I uh, guess. Yeah. But it's like I can just picture them being like, oh, you should have a cough. Yeah, and, and you're like, why? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just a weird. And then he he's not really. I don't know. He doesn't. He's he's she's right when she calls him out, being like, you could have warned me. Yeah, like before I go into a hostile classroom and get sexually harassed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a heads up would have been I, nice. I felt like there was a lot of room for his character too, like to play with his motivation there. Like, 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 did he want her to come work at the school so he could keep an eye on her? Did he want her to come work at the school because he had a crush on her? And so he like, no, like, no, you don't push, have to like say it's going to be the worst experience like, of your life. Anything though, yeah, like, no, but like, just say know. like, just say like, listen, these guys have burnt through a few teachers by now, so it's going to be like, it's going to take yeah. you some time, right? It's yeah. not going to be easy. That's all you got to say. Yeah. yeah. But if anything, he's a terrible friend, and inex- throwing an inexperienced person into that fire like that—that's like, yeah. not, not cool. Um, anyways, got her a job. She wanted a job. That's true. She did want a job. But you did. All right. I don't know. Anyway, um, so okay, I should wrap up then on Dangerous Minds. Um, I don't hate it. I'm never gonna watch it again. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's that yeah. middle category, right? Like where you yeah. don't mind it, but you're never gonna watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, be kind for me too. Um, I'm gonna put this back on the shelf and go ahead and enjoy it. Um, it's not terrible. Yeah. But not my cup of tea. Cool. All right. Uh, up next, um, this is gonna feel like Groundhog Day in a bit. Uh, Anyways, uh, Resident Evil, release date, March 15th, 2002. So it just sneaks into the 20-year mark here. Um, Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who, if that name is familiar, because he directed Mortal Kombat, a movie we've discussed on this show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he wrote this as well. Starring uh, Mila Jovovich, Michelle Rodriguez, 
um, who both names should be instantly recognizable to most folks, I think, at this point. Eric Mabius, who, for you OC fans, will remember him as the dean of the school at one point and who was trying to fuck Taylor. Um, James Purefoy, Martin Cruz. uh, Made $103 million on a $33 million budget, so profitable. Uh, Certainly enough to make more movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. I didn't know this, actually. Uh, Marilyn Manson did, did the music for it. So... Yeah, I heard that in the credits. Yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah, this t- talking about this movie is going to feel Groundhog Day-ish because I feel like we're going to have the same conversation we had about um, uh, Tomb Raider. Mm. Um, we've got an immensely popular influential video. I was video. definitely going to bring that up. Yeah. yeah, immensely popular influential video game. We've got a blooming star looking for a franchise. And like Tomb Raider was also critically destroyed, but commercially successful. So it's like, right. you know, they hadn't, this is, you know, however, however many years later, they still clearly haven't. And even to this day, they haven't really figured out the formula, right? For a good video game adaptation that, that satisfies both critics and the box office. So yeah. um, like Mario made a billion dollars, but it, you know, people aren't crazy about it. Um, like critic wise. So yeah, a lot of this conversation might feel familiar, and that's because I think it does. It just echoes uh, what Tomb Raider went through, you know, however many years earlier. So um, there's one thing you can't deny about this, though. So there's what six. Year? There's six films now, seven. Sort of, they did a reboot. Um, all seven put together only cost three hundred million to make. It's grossed over one point two billion dollars. This franchise. Mm-hmm. So you cannot deny that this these movies fucking have an audience and they make money um what you also can't deny is how horribly they've been received by critics um just in order of release so we'll just do rotten tomatoes just because it's the easiest score to people are most familiar with but so starting with the first one going all the way to the reboot 35 percent 19 percent 24 21 28 37 and 29 so <laughs> it's like yeah. are they all mila jovovich no all but the reboot okay yeah the latest one was not her right. so okay yeah and wasn't this anderson director too he did all the other ones or she at least wrote or dra- she's she married him actually they that's their they've had like three kids she did now, six but... of them yeah yes wow. it's the most movies like video game adaptation series franchise this movie even just the six like the last one didn't really the reboot didn't make anything just the six movies she was in made over a billion dollars and cost only 300 million to make like that's fucking good that's good she's living on a resident evil money right now that's good filmmaking like from a studio standpoint right like they're making money you know what i want to set this up next to and wonder what how it compares to uh what's that uh that vampire series with the with the chick uh underworld yes oh like oh like uh, well similar similar genre like similar film with similar like uh budgets and like kind of sexy lead underworld wasn't uh a video game though was it no it wasn't you're right so, yeah but uh, one similar. two three four underworld's made five movies um five versus six uh five versus six uh what do we got here total budget uh total budget was 100 200 million so 100 million less and it's only made half a billion ah so a lot less like similar things though yep I mean, yeah, it, sure. I, it's 
um but anyway so yeah like that but the it's what like i said i think the, the best comp is 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 tomb raider for sure yes, so you've got right. like you know who, what was considered a blooming star uh attractive by i you know i'll just say most people's standards i won't say all let's say it's a rivalry right it's it, what two raiders one 2001 this is 2002 uh, this to me this this is clearly one the rivalry i mean it survived longer it's made more money mm-hmm. um it's not like tomb raider knocked socks off critically either it was they have the same probably points like percentage wise um they're similar anyways they only made a couple like to me this this clearly is one um but and Angelina Jolie, she thinks she's won the career. Well, I, I was just going to say that's because Angelina Jolie went on to do sort of more serious dramas and and different, like different. She took a different path, right? I mean, uh, I'm sure she could have kept making Tomb Raiders if she wanted to, but probably just chose not to. But I, I don't know that to be true. I'm just assuming. But right. um, so anyways, yeah. So a lot of there's definitely there's some parallels there for sure. Um. This uh, this film suffered a terrible release date, actually. But um, it, like I said, it financially, there's nothing to say about it. It did well. You can't say anything as far as that goes. Um, but critically, yeah, it was all the movies are panned, including this one. Um, they hadn't figured out the formula, which is strange that they hired this guy again because we talked about how fucking bad Mortal Kombat was. Yeah. So it's like it's funny to be like, here's the here's our guy, you know, like. Um, and so it suffers from some of the same problems. Now it does, it. Yeah. yeah. And and the funny thing I was reading too was like he basically auditioned for it. Like he wrote a script. He loved it. It was him or is somebody loved the video game, anyways. And so yeah. like he's like, oh, he's like that would make a great movie. I'll write a script. So he actually already had the script before he even got the job. Right. I mean, obviously it would have changed probably a bunch, but yeah, like so he was already kind of in that headspace. Um. Uh, I'll just, you know what? I'm going to just kind of cut to the chase here a little bit. Like, there's very little objectively good about this movie, right? Mm, mm, mm. Um, I kind of want to think. I think I want to see more of them. <laughs> I don't know, what dude. Do. You don't understand. <laughs> I just saw there's five more, and yeah. I'm like, I am fucking strangely compelled to watch the next five fucking movies, dude. I'm not, I'm not joking. What I just said, like, I'm me like, too. Yeah, as as like as like fascination. Like, I want to watch these five car wrecks desperately right now like i i'm telling you i like i i'd seen this when it came out i haven't seen any of the other ones okay but i watched this first one however when it came out yeah and i haven't seen it since then i think we saw it together i think we made probably yeah and uh so i'm re-watching it it here you know last week or whatever and i'm watching this and i'm like yeah like i'm like you know like it's cringy right you're like you you know i think i'm cringing at all the right parts and yeah and i'm but i'm watching it and i'm watching it and i'm like geez you know fuck Mila, like she's doing good, and I find out she did all her own stunts. I'm like, fucking right. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, you know, Mich- R- Michelle Rodriguez is always money, right? Like, I'm oh, like, she's yeah, yeah. doing all right. Like, her dialogue's terrible though, but yeah. um, you know, her like, performance anchors it. I, I, I like, you know, I sort of like some of the traps in the room. It reminds me of Q, that old horror movie. Mm. Horror movie. You're right. There's yeah. some creative kills, uh, and like. You know the the head monster beast guy is ridiculous, but I like like you know the zombie like I'm kind of like I'm I'm digging the setup. You know I buy the whole like anti corporate thing, which I really the, actually the wish they were, they should have leaned into that way more. Maybe they do in the game. I don't know. I actually don't remember playing the game. Um, like but like okay, I get the motivation. I like I'm digging the thing. Like at the end is great. Um, the practical te- effects hold up. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, for sure. Except the main monster. The CGI falls apart. Except him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I liked, um, but like, like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, I'm bedazzled. I'm like watching this thing. I'm like, fuck, I'm kind of digging this. What are you going <laughs> to do with this text? I'm like, curious. And it's like, I like the fact that, you know, the guy at the end and they tease net that he's nemesis. And, and so, you know, obviously they clearly, they just knew they had a winner in their hands. Cause like clearly they're make they knew they were going to make more movies. Yeah. Um, at least another one. Um, Is Mila Jovovich going to wake up a naked and with no memory of what happened twice in every one of these, the way imagine she did it, in the first th- one. That'd be great if they do it every time that Can she wakes up. If that's her thing, waking up naked and memory she, loss. She you know. did it in the fifth element two years later. She wakes up naked, not remembering who she is, uh, exactly the same way. Like this is her thing. Yeah. This is her deal. That's hilarious. Does she do it in each one of these? Is what I want to know now. I, yeah, I don't know, but I'm with like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm like I get to the end of this thing, I'm like, I could watch the next one right now. <laughs> like I'm, I'm yes. in. Like I'm, yes. I'm, I'm not going to rush to it, but I'm going to watch at least the next one for sure. I, um, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna watch some YouTube like, um, yeah, like yeah, summaries of the yeah. whole series. Yeah, like that that talk about yeah, like, that's the way, a good the, way that... the way they handle the whole series. Sure. Before I decide, like, if I'm gonna really commit but sure uh, yeah mate. yeah it's probably good well at least watch the next one but no so anyways like i said objectively nothing good about this movie really um oh. the dialogue is terrible the performances aren't great um i think mila's good in it though um you know is like she, she doesn't say anything for no like, i know but i but i kind of like most of it but i like i but that's fine because does she act like a person with amnesia no like, i know but like we yeah. i buy that because if it was a male we'd be fine with it so like i buy uh, i'm I, like like you know like the, the, the i didn't like her husband acting she like plays him. it more like a like a male 80s action hero right not a lot of dialogue yeah um i didn't buy the one thing that i thought was a little too strange was the scene and at at the expense of dogs, where she's starting to realize she's actually good at fighting. Yeah. Right. So like she's making that switch. But those dogs were amazing practical effects use use in that movie. Like no, and I get you know. Listen, totally I understand cool that she had to uh, take them out, but it's um, and, and exactly like the ones in the game. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Uh, did you play the game? I didn't. I don't remember playing the game. So we I had, had it at HQ, yeah. and yes, I did play it a little yeah. bit. I wasn't. I wasn't huge into it, but it was pretty good. It's pretty scary, and those dogs. Where like like there's a lot of details that are directly from the game. Apparently, like the crows at the beginning were mean something, and like of course yeah, yeah. Raccoon City and all that stuff it. is and the hive and all that stuff. The is mansion, going on, but the, yeah. the mansion set up the whole the train, uh, the the creatures, those those boxes, the HR Geiger design looking shit. Yeah, um, yeah, all of that, and there's way more of that coming in the sequels. I remember some of the creature designs. That well, I- it said reading briefly that this movie is actually based on part two and three of the game more than the yes. first one yeah yeah yes. so because yeah. they skip over the whole mansion in the first 10 minutes right and, the, and that's the whole first game right 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 um but uh yes uh but i thought that was cool like i thought okay like you you're adapting the game really really uh like like authentically um but uh, I like the, the 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 red the head the queen the AI thing like that was I didn't I I actually think feel like they should have left her 
just just a voice. I think that would yeah. have been more effective. Um, well, it holds up. I'm surprised yeah. it's as old as it is. Like, and it's twenty whatever one years old. Yeah, that that laser room scene where they super all get rad. killed by it. It's super. It's it's corny and and bad, but but visually kind of holds up enough uh, that I think. Uh, um, yeah, no, I like the way they did it. I like the way how, especially where like it's it's like cut slowly. It's not like a yeah Inzu, like a shoom. Like it's a you know like when it slices through them. And I like the the grid pattern on the guy at the end where you're like, oh, did they? You're like, oh, they and stopped the, it. The, they stopped it in time, and yeah, then yeah. yeah, he starts falling. And there's apart. not much blood because it cauterizes. It cauterizes it. Yeah. Um. So I liked the like the claustrophobic ma- mansion escape puzzle like thing. I thought that was good. Um. I liked the one guy who just wouldn't die. That one, like the good guy who just kept sh- popping up, right? Because they just could never get him. Uh, right. And then who ends up dying anyways? But um. Save uh, them ten times first. What's that? He saved them ten times first. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. And he's yeah yeah, yeah. and. Um, again, I liked sort of, maybe this is because they skipped the first one, but they just tease sort of like her motivation, like the the anti-corporate motivation for being there in the first place. And then, um, so they just do a couple flashbacks for that part when she's getting her memory back. But like, you know, I would have liked to have seen them lean into that a bit more. They just do a quick prologue about how bad this organization is and then, then get, get you, and then immediately have her waking up naked in a shower. So it's like, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I Like, I really, that's funny because I don't have a lot of bad things to say about it because I don't have a lot. I, I don't, ha- my expectations, I think are, are like tempered just right. Yep. You know, I think that's, yeah. I, you know, if this was the first video game movie ever, you know, I think you go into it with maybe higher expectations, but I think it's it is what it is. Um, I kind of like I said, I kind of fucking enjoyed it. I think I want to see more. I don't know if I'll watch this one again, but I definitely want to yeah. watch more of them. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'll, like I'll say please rewind, but I, I really I I think more that's of the, the franchise more okay. than than this individual film. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's official, Steve. You are please rewinding. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil, Mila Jovovich. Waking up naked, not remembering what the fuck's going on, does it for you? I guess it does. Uh, I guess so. I guess that's my thing. Yeah, that's good. I I wonder if Mila and Angelina like really hated each other during this time in their lives. Maybe even still do today. Did you read anything about that? Like, is that that a thing? I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna look that up. Um, but I was I I was too busy doing research on on the previous movie uh, to research much about this. Um. But I did think, like, I'm wondering where this is going to go next. But I wrote, I wrote my own alternate ending that I think would have been better. I want to run past you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. And maybe this is what happens at the end of part six. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Hold I have on. no, like, I have Hold zero on. idea about where this thing Hold is going. Hold on. Yeah. Here's where I think it should go. Okay. Mila ends up being the umbrella corporation's most successful experiment and the whole thing was a test proving her abilities before they put before they sell her to her uh, eventual buyer hmm. that's uh, why she wakes up with no memories at all in like in their laboratory and the whole, and all of her memories are false implants yeah yes. i don't know i have no idea i mean if you look at the end it looks very much like that scene she wakes up to doesn't look real right like there's too many vehicles on the road like 
vehicles that shouldn't be like you know what i'm saying they look placed there mm-hmm. um so it so it looks like a simulation or a setup like she's right. in yeah like a big dome or so something her, the, the, yeah. the, the the end the finale of her character is she realizes her whole life has been a lie it's all been a test she's just a product of the umbrella corporation she was never she's never even close to bringing them down they were always in control it was like the truman always, show right 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 and then she's like and now, now that now you've we've proven you're our most successful product, we're going to wipe your memory and then sell you to your to your to our customer who's been waiting to to own you to use the as their operative to take out all of their emory uh, all of their adversaries so they can control the industry that whatever they are you know and uh, and then and then Mila has to go, like kill all her masters and find her freedom and and create her own life and her own identity from it's Jason Bourne it's, it's Jason Bourne at that point. Y- y- that would be like that's the sequel to the Truman Show. That's which is we never got. We never right. got. Like, how great would that be, right? If we had a movie where Jim Carrey just fucking just starts getting angry about his whole experience and just goes after Ed Harris and all those guys. Like, right. Uh, that'd be amazing. Um, yeah, I don't like <laughs> Truman. We only meant we only tried to make you happy, Truman. And if uh, I don't see you later, <laughs> he's, he's holding have an a, Have a good afternoon and good night. He's holding stab, an, stab, 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 an M60. He's got it. Or an M60. He's yeah, just yeah. like full, yeah. full like Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jim Carrey be down for that. For sure. I think so too. That fuck, that'd be great. Um anyway, was I um I listen, I don't uh I I yeah, I like your idea. I have no Thank idea you. if that's the way it goes. I mean, I have like, you know, like sort of memories of seeing trailers over the years. And so I don't think that's the way they're going. But uh, it looks like they're just going to amp up, amp up the action instead. But um, that's how I would have ended this one. Uh, but she was the only survivor. Everyone dies, but her. Everyone dies. Yeah. And, and well, then, except and the then, one. Guy, yeah. And then she wakes up in an umbrella corp laboratory, umbrella uh, corp laboratory, and the doctors are all clapping. Well yeah. done. Well done, Project X seven five one three six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be our most. You're going to be our most profitable project yet. Uh, um, they cut end right. And then- yeah, it's weird because, like I said, like uh, you know, I know I saw it when it came out, but I don't have a ton of recollection about what about whether I, how I felt about it. But it's the early aughts, and that was a busy time for me. I remember so we would have just think, moved on to the next thing. But, I think yeah. we made fun of that ending where the monster, where she catches it by the tongue. The monster is terrible. I'm like for sure. I like I said and then that they That's... drag it by its tongue until it catches on fire. It's yeah, the craziest monster kill, and awful looking. And I'm sure we made fun of a, a bunch of the stuff in the end of this movie. I remember, I think we watched it together. I yeah. vaguely, vaguely, vaguely recall. But, um, you know. No, I'm sure we, yeah. But it's it like, has like six natural ending points. And it just yeah, keeps going yeah, and it keeps going and keeps yeah. going. Um, one thing I looked at, too, was a fun game is um, look for zombies in the background who aren't really giving it their all. Right. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple of my eyes were drawn to where I just started laughing out loud. I was like, oh, that poor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I learned that I read something funny about they hi- tried to hire dancers to play the zombies because they're just more flexible and stuff like that. Right. Um, but they couldn't fill every part. So they actually just started grabbing people off the street and, and people on set and stuff. So that probably explains it. Like a couple of them, if you do end up anyone out there if you do end up watching this movie again there's a couple of scenes where there you see some in the back of the pack <laughs> where they're just yeah. like it's like the 
the Braveheart sword fight, right? Yeah. The one, those two guys in the back there. Yeah, just not giving it their all. Not but trying um, it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they've just been on. They've been up too long and on set all day, and they're just tired. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so I'm gonna yeah. So I'll I'll I'm I think I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna continue on with the franchise. I think at least one more for sure. And and I, I've I'm, I'm curious too. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna at least research it. Maybe yep. watch. I don't know. I don't really have a lot of time to do a lot of watching, but um, but I'm totally curious. I want to know. Um. Uh, you know, while I review this movie, um, I, I want to say um, a bunch of things about it. I guess uh, the 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 um art art style of it is this brutalist um industrial like style that I think uh that came to the forefront at this time in film and kind of stuck around and still is kind of a thing that people fall back to when you need like a low budget um kind of background you can rent like one building and this whole thing takes place in like one building or two buildings like a mansion and a big office building right and then there are some cool set pieces like weird like futuristic machinery like the computer core that obviously they like there was some set building going on there it wasn't like just like a building that they rented but a lot of stuff is just like yeah we rented this mansion and we draped you know sheets over everything and that's our set and this is where we film and that's you know why this movie was cheap to make um because there wasn't a lot of real world stuff and then in the end of it that's why i think that scene at the end was so shocking or, mm. or so visually impactful sorry not shocking but yeah um because the rest like the movie up until that point had been completely indoors enclosed in these two buildings and there right. was like even that scene where they like had the windows underground and they had the fake uh skyline and they said you know you know it's easier to work underground when you think there's a view um it it kind of you know felt uh, I realized that it fell upon me in that moment that oh, this whole movie is inside. Mm -hmm. um, so that, yeah. So, that, so that's why that last shot felt cool. I think because um, wow, oh look, this movie can be outside and <laughs> and it it feels like a big spatial um, opening up. And yeah, it's sort of well, it's like it's zooming out. It's like at the end of uh, Ants or or the Bugs movie, right? Where you have this epic adventure and then the end is you're zooming out and the whole thing takes place on like a blade of grass. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think uh, that scene was uh, imitated visually later on um, by Robert Kirkman uh, in the walking dead. Um, I think uh, when, when Rick kind of emerges to the city after he wakes up and the whole show is just starting um, very similar well, vibe. I feel like that's a classic zombie, like Dawn of the dead type yeah, of shot that, right yeah yeah. yeah yeah um this whole weird genre man it's like okay zombie movie is not a weird genre and and corporate experimentation is kind of a fallback of the zombie genre as well um but this mixing of like the geiger visuals into it and and the and the like i like i mentioned the like brutalistic visual background like the plane like um uh, visual background um i don't know i think the visual style of it um uh carries on mm -hmm. um, whether this is one of the earliest movies to do it or not maybe not but um anyway no it's got uh, a no it's got lots of style and i and i think up visually underworld was a good a good rep a good comp for that which yeah. is very stylistic right totally yeah yeah. Totally. yeah anyway um yeah there's not much in here that i that i liked i i thought Mila Jovovich's character was just completely not not written 
and I felt like that was kind of lazy. Like they just, like they just, they just thought, okay, guys, guys are gonna like looking at her in this outfit and and holding this gun or doing this fight move. But then for like for the first half of the movie, she doesn't really fight. She just kind of well, that's like, the point though. Yeah. Looks around as and, she gets her memory back. She she her brain is telling her, oh, you also are a yeah. good fighter. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it takes too long to get to to that, and they don't. They don't tell it well. I feel like we needed more of her flashing back. Yeah. Well, that's what I think, like, the problem where they maybe should have made a movie about the first game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Um, But it bugged me. Her character, her character bugged me. Uh, She she was fine, but I don't know. I would have liked a lot more writing. And I, I, that's why I was writing my own story in my head for what was happening, because I felt like there's a lot of writing missing. Mm. But uh you know, um yeah, it's not good. I but I but I'm also I also had fun and I'm curious about how it's going forward. Probably not as much as you. I'm I'm probably not gonna please rewind this. I'm probably gonna say be kind on this. I don't think I'll ever sit through this again. No, I don't think um, I will either, but I'm just saying like I don't wanna say be kind, but but also say like this movie's gonna make me watch more of them. So I don't know what I don't know what to say, right? Do I want to say you shouldn't like this movie, or somebody shouldn't like this movie. The way like a dangerous minds, I I don't want to say you shouldn't like that movie. Do I want to say that about this movie? I don't know. Why do you like this movie? It's fun, I guess. Okay, fine. I would okay, say it's fine. It's right. fine. It's right. good. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, there's an entire market for people who like movies that aren't great. So can I? Can I? Yeah. Can we have a third category. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's going to be, well, there's several cat. There's the one where like, I really liked it, but I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that category too, but, um, no, but I mean, this is like, it's, it's, I think, uh, like, I just think it's, it's, it's fun. And I probably enjoyed this more than Mortal Kombat. I probably enjoyed this more. Oh yeah. Tomb Raider. Oh, for sure. For me, I did for sure. I did. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I don't know. I like, would I enjoy underworld more? I'm not sure. Yeah, somebody, I don't know. somebody suggest that vote underworld yeah, yeah. Um, um it uh like i said it's it's fun but like i it's it's a weird i know it's funny how we're both struggling to say like <laughs> why why we enjoyed it but i mean it just i guess it's just movie magic right like um there's a it, little bit of there's a little bit of cool movie making in here and fun movie making in here and like and interesting deaths like the elevator death where the chick gets decapitated yeah that's a memorable thing I like right? the opening scene like where the whole yeah. staff's getting infected um, the sister tie-in was kind of not great but um, mm. um, yeah it's 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 weird though and then sometimes it's it's okay to not maybe understand why you like it but just shut the fuck up and like it you know like yeah, enjoy. you enjoyed it and that's good enough sometimes i think right i but, kind of i kind yeah. of felt like this is an early precursor to like john wick like if yeah you like, if you like john wick now you probably would like this series then i sort of like i said i really kind of like dug the fact that she did her own stunts i think that's kind of yeah. fun yeah. so she's doing that before stupid fucking tom cruise gets credit for it yeah um so how about giving her some respect for that yeah, um enough yeah yeah for sure um i I do feel like it's 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 a weird thing that that Hollywood did with her this this whole like this, this like I I know I was joking about it kind of but it's true like she she wakes up naked twice in this movie oh no you and see then, and no, then there's she full, wakes up naked yeah. in in that other movie I mentioned that I'm forgetting the name fifth of element. yeah the fifth element 
No, well, she was in the. Later. No, dude, she's a 15 year old in the Return to Blue Lagoon. It's full frontal in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her whole career, she's naked for her yeah. whole career. Um, no, that's clear. They're listen. You don't show fucking tits and stuff like unless yeah. like you know. There's a reason why, right? She's clearly they're they're yeah. trying to lean into the when know, that, when when you yeah. have that absent a lot of writing, I feel like uh, yeah I'm, yeah I yeah I don't I don't want to I don't want to, but but I, I can't it feels I can't, cheap yeah. yeah I can't I can't knock her when you when you have Angelina Jolie's a fucking hero uh you know to people uh, culturally and is she much better like I I. <laughs> it's hard well i don't know it's hard to say because i mean this, you'd have to rewind the clock but like i mean she'd made a handful of films before resident evil this was not her first film right, right. so like i mean fifth element for sure was her biggest film prior to this um but like she she'd done a handful of films already so i mean and some serious drama somewhere did this I, you know yeah. did this movie well i i mean i for some reason always loved her in zoolander i don't know why but uh yeah well, she was funny in that movie yeah, but she um was. she was that's true um she did Joan of Arc like she she had yeah, like Joan she was Arc. yeah like I she was busy that. like she was not yeah. not she wasn't sitting at home so I mean She's now whether Damon but she never had her Ben Affleck right now whether like it was how contrived it was or like you need a franchise you, you know you're the next Angelina Jolie you need it we got to get you we got to find you a franchise I don't know if it was that contrived or not um it's who knows, but uh, no, I it's mean, probably just th there's an audience. People will, will pay money to come see another one of these. So why yeah. don't we just make another one of these? Sure, why not? right? But I mean, and you know, a lot of people. I think their first time for her, if they don't remember, Blue Lagoon was probably Days to Confused, right, where she was the stoner. Right. But um, um, again, like she'd been kicking around, right? So I mean, it, you definitely can't. Uh, she made the right decision. I <laughs> mean, you know, it made yeah. her. It you know, maybe it didn't lead her down the path of of uh critical darling or anything but i mean uh, holy I fuck she's she's made a ton of movies now she's made a ton of money she's I got a franchise this. not many not many actors can say that mm -hmm. a successful one anyways um so yeah i don't know yeah i don't know nothing to hate here let's not hate on this Once no that's what i mean that's why it's hard right because i feel like we're supposed to yep but i just don't one so, funny thing i want so, to mention so fuck you people Fuck you, people. Um, put the cover of this movie, put the cover of Resident Evil next to the cover of Dangerous Minds. You could easily Photoshop Michelle Pfeiffer and Mila Jovovich out of their covers and onto each other's covers, and they would look like the same posters. Like, they, they just like, like you would switch lead actresses. They're what? like standing in the same pose almost. Are they? <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're like shot in the same. Hold on. The same, they're shot in the same amateur aperture. They're shot. In the Resident same they're standing almost the same post. poster. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, what do we got here? Both the IMD pages for both. Okay, so the poster is her and Michelle Rodriguez with a red background. This is the way she's standing. You could Photoshop them to be. And then Dangerous Minds. Isn't Dangerous Minds? She's like got her arms crossed in front of the kids. They're not the same at all. I can Photoshop. I'm gonna do it. I'll show you. Okay. I mean they're both centered facing and maybe their legs are a little bit apart. I don't know. I thought it was funny. There's, there's no Mila's holding a huge fucking machine gun. Two guns. She has two guns. She's That would make the Dangerous Minds poster better. She's Scorcher too. <laughs> Scorcher. What was it called? Scorcher. Scorcher. Ben Stiller's fucking stupid. Remember his, his fake movies? No one left the fridge open. <laughs> 
Oh God. That would have been funny if, if yeah, if, if Pfeiffer is holding a huge machine gun and yeah. anyway. Um, Anyways. Two um, movies that I would not have revisited if were it not for this podcast. So thanks, folks. For, yeah, me neither. Uh, so but like I said, I I am I'm, I'm not gonna rush to it, but I think I'm I'm gonna watch the, the next one in the extinct or uh, series for sure so with you but not until i go back watch more monarchy okay so yeah and um hopefully you'll check out season two of loki to get time to do that i gotta get Um, to that some point here i heard they're gonna make a harold and kumar five can you believe that (laughs) that's hilarious oh god um they're officially well they're well past running out of ideas but um so Anyways, I mentioned this to you before I left for vacation, but I would like to do a live show. Yes. So I'm going to get try and gin up some some excitement here on the on the on the page there, and if folks if folks are into it, then we'll we'll do we'll do a Sunday live show. And um, but it's only going to it's only going to work if people tune in uh, and are faces commenting in real time. Yeah, we'll do video. We'll do like the full. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. So we'll but it it only works if people are there and commenting on the boards live and. So we'll see if we can get if we can get it, you know, a small crowd to tune in, and we'll do it. But uh, if the people will show up, we'll show up. We need the people. We need we need somebody. Anyways, but it's November nineteenth, uh, Jer. December's right around the corner, so you know what that means. Yeah, you know what that means. We're gonna have to argue about whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not again. Nah. No. It's a Christmas movie. It's not. Um. Ooh, anyways, Christmas movies. So yeah, we'll 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 do some Christmas shows. One, anyways. I don't know. We'll do the whole month, but um, they we'll figure. Drop Die Hard in Dangerous Minds, by the way. Oh, I missed that. You gotta die hard. You gotta, uh, yeah, you gotta yeah, die yeah. hard. They say it anyway. Go ahead. Um. So, anyways, Christmas. We'll do a Christmas of once we're one any, one for sure. But you mean the War Against Christmas one? You mean that one? That's what we're gonna do. What's that? The war against Christmas, Steve. Like the anti-Christmas? It's just like the go, go, go broke, Steve. There's a war against... <laughs> haven't you heard? Haven't you heard? There's a war against Christmas. You know they're what trying, I just heard? You know what I just heard? stop Christmas, Steve. I got a... Uh, apparently, there's an anti-gluten-free movement, too. I got a friend that owns a bakery no. up... I got a friend that owns a bakery up here, and they have some gluten-free stuff. And somebody came into their bakery and said, we're not shopping here until you get rid of all your gluten-free stuff. <laughs> Because it's woke. It's woke. <laughs> People done gone nuts, son. <laughs> oh God! People are nuts. Oh, You're it's nuts it's. I, I've, nuts. Shouldn't be surprised anymore, but I'm constantly surprised. It's amazing, isn't it? How mm. it's getting? How it's getting worse? Just worse all the time. Anyways, all right. <laughs> Welcome to episode. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a wrap.